Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. Well, a different kind of New Year's resolution. Not to shop. Have you ever done a no shopping challenge? I'm not a big shopper, so this is the first time I've heard of this. So I thought, we, we have to dive into this. I really got to get into the bottom of the genesis of this idea. Artie Patel is a national online journalist with Global News who is challenging herself to quit shopping for the better part of this year. And Artie joins us now on The Bill Kelly Show. Artie, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Not too bad. Happy New Year. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. So you are going to quit shopping for certain items for a certain amount of time. Tell, tell us about your, your no shopping challenge. So it's a challenge that I've been doing uh, for a couple of years now. I would like to say last year I completely failed. Um, <laughs> but the years previous to that, I have been able to stick with it. And what I'm doing for eight months this year is not shopping for any new clothes, accessories, or makeup. And I'm just going to see how it goes. Eight months. Eight months. Does it have to be eight consecutive months or just eight months out of the year? Um, I kind of broke it down in a way where, you know, I do love to shop. One of the reasons why I'm doing this is because I have had sort of addictive tendencies in the past, and I do love to shop. So what I've done this year is sort of carved out time where I know I like to shop. So, for example, around the holidays, I do love to shop for myself. I like to shop for people around me. So that's probably a month where I would like to shop, um, even in the summertime. You know, I, my birthday's in June. Why not treat myself to something at that time? So I can say I can shop for those months, but for the majority of the year, I'm just going to say no. And is this just all in an effort to save money? Definitely. I think it's about saving money. But I think more importantly for myself personally, and then some of the feedback that I got after writing this piece, was it sort of trickles down to why you shop in the first place. A lot of addictive behavior, just like any behavior, it's you know to, to pass time or you feel better. Or in my case, you know they say that retail therapy. I believe that for a long time. <laughs> when I, you know, when I buy something, I feel better and I feel good when I open new things or purchase some things. And I think like down the road, that's the bigger issue. So I think for me, it's addressing those issues. But then hey, if I can save you know a couple hundred dollars a month doing this, why not? Yeah, you're all the better. What kind of feedback have you received from individuals who've read your article online? Yeah, so we have a whole movement now on <laughs> fun, uh, the No Shopping Challenge 2018, which is great because I think it holds me accountable. But I think it's interesting to see what people have been saying. And I think the biggest thing is that uh, most people they can't do eight months. They think that's ridiculous. <laughs> so a lot of the people online are starting with three months, two months, mm. six months, which is, I think is a great idea because, yeah, eight months is a lot. And uh, for some others, I think it's this idea that, you know, I already own everything that I want. You know, I have all these things in my closet. I have all these accessories. I have all these bags. And you end up just buying updated versions of it every couple of months, just like a phone, uh, which I find so interesting because I think all of us who love to shop, we shop for trends, but then we realize that we own every single one of those trends already. And again, your no shopping challenge just uh, includes new clothing, accessories, and makeup, right? Correct. Okay, so shoes is not in that equation? Yeah, shoes would be part of accessories. Part, so oh, okay. Shoes, bags, jewelry, anything in that sort of realm. And, and how did you come up with the eight months? Why that number? 
Um, I think in the past, so I've done five months before, I've done six months. Last year, I tried to do eight, and I failed. So this year, I told myself again. I almost told myself I was going to do the whole year, but I was going to be more realistic, and I decided to do eight. So my goal eventually is to do the one full year. Wow. And um, since doing this challenge, I've talked to a lot of people who have done a full year uh, without shopping, and... They say that it's pretty easy once you get down uh, past that eight month period. So who knows? Maybe I'll end up, you know, later in the year doing more than eight months. So we'll we're, see how it goes. We're chatting with uh, Artie Patel, a national online journalist uh, with Global News. You can read her uh, No Shopping Challenge story online at globalnews.ca. Uh, you mentioned last year you failed. What happened? Um, last year, I sort of have a, a new friend in my life who loves to shop, and I think that's what. Friends the are costly. I always say yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I had a friend who loved to shop, so all we would do is go shopping in our sort of spare time. And I think, <laughs> looking back now, I, I mean, we're still friends, obviously, but it's one of the things that I have told this friend about, especially going into this challenge, where you know, like a part of our relationship cannot be revolved around shopping and going to the mall and trends and bargain hunting. And that's the thing. Like, I'm the kind of shopper who loves bargains. Like, I'm not shopping for designer or luxurious things. So I think that's also part of the challenge. I think a lot of people think I'm spending, you know, tons and tons of money on items, which sometimes I'm not. But I think it's the quali- the quantity of it that builds up over time mm-hmm. that you don't realize how much you're spending. So, uh, you know, a sweater on sale for $25, you may think is not that expensive, but... You know, how many how many times was I doing that during the year? You mentioned you've done this uh, over the last couple of years in, in different variations. How did you come up with the idea, or, or where did you see it? Um, I think, I mean, it's, challenges like this have been around for a long time and to sort of live more minimally. But I wrote a story, actually, a similar story a couple of years ago, where I was talking to a organizing expert about sort of closet space and why people have such a hard time uh, figuring out how to keep their closet space clean and organized. And some of the things that she told me was this, this idea that we are a society of over-consumers. Like, we shop and shop and shop because we think we need, you know, every trend that we see. And it, I don't know what it was about that interview, but it just sort of stuck to me. And I went home that night, I remember, and I emptied my entire closet. That's what she said to do. Was <laughs> empty your entire closet and lay everything out. And even in your head, if you can count how much money you spent on certain things. So at that time, you know, I used to love bags. I used to love a handbag. So I remember like laying them all out and and I used to have a lot. They weren't that expensive, but I remember just counting and it was thousands of dollars that I had spent over the, you know, past couple of years on these items. And I think when you see it in person like that, like right in front of you, that's what it really shocks you. <laughs> so how much of that stuff went back into your closet? Oh, yeah. That's the other thing. I think <laughs> part of the challenge is learning how to let go of it. Yeah. So over the years, I've been way better at, you know, donating or, you know, there's a ton of ways that you can get rid of things now. You know, you can you can trade things, you can sell things, donate things. You know, I, I even did like a sort of closet sale and just gave it to a bunch of friends for like a really cheap price uh, just because I wanted to get rid of stuff. But it's been a fun experience. Uh, in your online story at uh, globalnews.ca, uh, you lay out how you're going to achieve uh, um, you know, this eight-month uh, challenge, including mm-hmm. you know, laying out your goals, uh, shop your closet, as, as you kind of just uh, you know, told us about, uh, looking at trends, being repetitive. Uh, what are some of the key things that you're going to have to do to achieve this? I think the first thing is sort of not being so hard on yourself, because I think 
any sort of resolution or challenge that we take, people kind of just go in um, cold turkey and then they think that they can last for the whole year. And a year is a long time or the eight-month period or whatever month you're doing. So I think the first thing is not to be hard on yourself. You know, if you fail, if you just buy a lipstick or whatever, it's okay. You know, don't think so much of it and, you know, continue your challenge. Like, don't give yourself such a hard deadline, which I think in the past it sort of kind of fired back in my face because I was just, over guilty all the time anytime I saw something. So that's my first one. And I think the second one is to sort of find a support system. Uh, So I tweeted about it. So now I have a lot of Canadians who are sort of joining me on this challenge, which is great. But I think telling someone close to you, especially if you have a partner or a really good friend, and so they can kind of monitor you as well. Especially, uh, you, You need someone like that. They need to hold you accountable. So I think support and not being hard on yourself. But at the end of the day, you know, set yourself a goal. You know, if you're saving all this money, what do you want? So for me, I mean, I just don't think about what I want, but I became a new homeowner, so, you know, paying off that would be nice. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I would also love to go on a vacation at the end of the year. And if this if this can save me some extra dollars where I can go somewhere nice, then maybe I'll spend my money there. Yeah, I think go- it's really figuring out what you want. A goal is, is vitally important. There's no doubt about it. And also, you know, when you've had, in your case, if you're doing this for eight months, if you've had a couple of months, where you haven't, uh, you know, cheated, quote unquote, uh, Mm -hmm. you are able and allowed to treat yourself as well. Exactly. And I think um, a lot of people commented on my story, you know, does this mean you're not going to shop for food or breakfast or Netflix (laughs) or, you know, like, what are you actually doing? And I'm like, no, I think you have to, you know, really set yourself some rules. I think not eating out for a year is a very hard challenge for anyone, you know, not watching Netflix or not subscribing to Spotify or whatever you do on the regular. But I think one one of the most important things I learned in the past is that it also makes you realize where your money is going. So uh, when the first time I did this, I didn't buy any clothes, but I realized how much money I was spending on makeup, for example. Mm. So I think it all sort of equals out. And then you have to set yourself rules. So I do have some rules. You know, I am allowed to get refills on certain beauty products that I use on the daily, um, you know, to an extent. And I have a lot of weddings coming up this year as well. So, you know, I am allowed to buy an outfit for a South Asian wedding. So it's okay to set yourself rules. Or if you have a concert coming up and you really want to buy merchandise there, it's, it's okay to allow yourself to have that one rule. Got a couple more minutes with Artie Patel, national online journalist uh, with Global News. Uh, you can check out her article on the uh, No Shopping Challenge uh, at globalnews.ca. So to prepare for this monumental challenge, you know, eight months without buying any new clothing, accessories, uh, or, or makeup, did you go on a shopping spree last year just to kind of stock up? <laughs> you know, I want to say I didn't, but I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, you know, I did some shop- shopping around the holiday season, and um, I, I've had a lot of stuff. I think that's as much as I can say is I have a lot of stuff sitting and piling on several different closets, you know, my house, my parents' house, <laughs> in the basement. So I think for me, the last few months, I just sort of really looked at everything I own. And I did that sort of lay out your closet thing again, right before um, the holiday started, I did that exact same thing where I laid everything out and just sort of looked at what I own. And you'll find things that, you know, you bought months ago that maybe you didn't wear, or you'll find something that maybe, you know, you loved a couple of years ago, but you don't want to wear it again. And I think that's the other part of this challenge, too, is I think we are so consumed in this sort of social media life where we buy new outfits for every event. 
And I know a lot of people like this, and I was like this in the past. You know, anytime you had to go somewhere, you would buy something new, which I think is a ridiculous way to live, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, especially if you're trying to save money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I love reading your articles online because it's real-world stuff, including today's What to Do When Others Break Your Parenting Rules. I think this is oh, a yeah. fantastic topic. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, that one was sort of, you know, spun on me from some parents that I know who – you know, give us rules, and I do that sometimes with my um, my nieces. But my my cousins will tell me rules, and then I'll, they'll come to my house, and I'll just give them a bunch of cookies. You know, <laughs> yeah. And grandparents are bad for this too. Yeah, I know. It's it's not fun, and it's actually a really difficult thing to sort of even then talk to that person about. And you know, as I talked to an expert for that piece, communication is really key. You need to tell that person what they're doing is wrong, even if it's your parent or your sibling or your best friend. Like that person needs to know that giving your child chocolate at 9 p.m. is not (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah, you need rules for the rule breakers, that's for sure. Artie, thanks for the time today. Again, you can check out her No Shopping Challenge uh, story online at globalnews.ca, including today's as well, What to Do When Others Break Your Parenting Rules. A a fascinating read. Artie, thanks for the time. Again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Take care. Artie Patel is uh, a national online journalist with uh, Global News. Again, you can check out her stuff at globalnews.ca. And from time to time, those stories will get migrated to our website as well at 900chml.com. I wish her the best of luck. You know, eight months um, without buying any new clothing, accessories, or makeup. Uh, as a guy, that's easy for me. As a woman, especially the new clothing and makeup, man, I, yeah, you can throw accessories in there too. I just think women like to shop more than men in, in, in that realm. I can't remember the last time I actually bought, well, I don't buy makeup. <laughs> accessories? Nah, if shoes are in that equation, the last pair of shoes I bought was probably a year ago. I'm not a shoe shopper. I'll buy a pair of shoes and I'll wear it until I can't wear them anymore because they break down. And new clothing? Eh, I'm not. Other people buy me clothes. Whether it's my, my oh, this is going to sound sad. My wife or my mom <laughs> will buy me clothes. I, I'm never clothes shopping. I might I might be browsing or looking for new you know, new styles or new things. But when it comes to actually going to the register and spending money on a particular item of clothing, that, that's just not me. Just not me. I'd rather save it and let my wife spend it. <laughs> oh, I'm in trouble now. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.